0: You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 28. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuli. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. Happy, happy day to you wherever you are. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things, Orisha, spirituality and growth. So grab a cup of tea, something to drink or not, but it's always good with something to drink and let's chat. Today's episode is being brought to you by our own Orisha Wisdom's top five things to know before choosing a godparent. It is our newest resource available to help you choose a godparent in our traditions. How do you get your hands on this? Simple. Just go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Godparent choice, and you will get it. I want to thank all of you who listen in and support the podcast. When you get a moment, look us up on iTunes, leave us a comment and a review. It means a ton to me. In the meantime, I want to give a shout out to Filthy Canvas Nine One Four who commented on our episode on Ori. So if you haven't heard that one, check it out. He writes thank you for this episode. I'm definitely going to play this back after my commute to home so that I can take notes. He actually wrote back that he listened to it over and over again. And you know what? Thank you so much for listening and for the time that you took to write your comment. You know, I find that or rework is not as easy as just saying a few affirmations and that's it. I mean, I wish it was just like that that easy there's a lot of work that goes along with it which is simple but it's just not easy but i am glad that you enjoyed that episode and that resource is there as well to strengthen you in your journey for those who are new to the podcast ask a priest is a series on the podcast which is directly working with you The community. Coming into the traditions can be, well, it could be hard, scary, whirlwind, can't sleep. Everything that comes along with something new and unknown. And what is bound to happen? Questions, 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 and many more questions. So I created a series called Ask a Priest, where you get to write one of your burning questions about the Orisha traditions and there's a chance that your question will be answered here. I hope that you enjoyed this mini episode. And with that, let's get this party started. Michelle B. asks, I am very new and I've read a lot of things, but don't know what to expect. I got a reading schedule with a priest and I think I'm ready. I've never been to his house before, what should I expect? First of all, Michelle, thank you so much for submitting this question. And you know what? It is a great question. And honestly, most people just jump in and they don't know what to expect and will accept whatever comes to them. Here are some quick and dirty tips, which I am hoping will help you with your first reading. These are not in numbered order, but they're all very important. And I'll let you know which ones are even more, more, more important. Confirm in advance your reading date and time and price. You don't want any surprises. Just give him a quick text or a call and say, hey, you know, I just wanted to double check that it's going to be for Saturday, March, whatever, at." 2 p.m. Is that still good? Are we still a go? Several things happen with this. For one, it lets that priest know that you are serious and plus it will confirm for you and your schedule. So win-win all the way across. Be sure that you are early, at least by 15 minutes. You will be nice and settled instead of rushing in two minutes and then, (sighs) okay, let's start being spiritual now. You know what I mean? So just kind of go there, be a little bit early. If you think there's going to be traffic, just be there early. You know how to be early. Be early. Another thing, shut off your phone right before the reading. If you don't want to do that, put it on Do Not Disturb it is really disrespectful to be zzz, 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 or the phone ringing every time and then you're checking and then your mind is not going to be there so make sure you either shut it off or put it on do not disturb here's a tip for you you kind of by your message you don't really know this priest so you don't know you've never been to his house you don't know what's going on bring a friend with you if you feel unsafe or you're just not sure and Sometimes when you get referred to by someone, if it's someone that you absolutely trust, you absolutely trust this friend of yours and they're like, you know, this priest is amazing and he's very sweet and either he's single or not, but he's very respectful, whatever. It kind of gives you a more sense of, okay, I'm okay. But if you don't have that feeling 100%, don't risk it. Bring a friend with you that's going to be playing on their phone or their tablet while you're getting your reading. He doesn't, or she, he or she doesn't have to sit with you at your reading. That's very personal, but they can be out there to be your moral support. And in case anything goes wrong, usually it doesn't. I'm just saying it's going to help you feel better and safer. Another one, take notes. I can't emphasize this one enough because many things don't make sense until much later. And I mean, even years later trust me, trust me, trust me, take notes. If you can't take notes because you're mega lazy, you don't want to write, whatever it is, then you should ask if you can record your session on your phone or if you have one of those recorders, just ask. That way you can absolutely focus on what's being done versus, you know, I got to take notes now. This one is an important one. If you need to cancel, don't do it the day off, the day of your reading. This is very inconsiderate for that priest's time. Very irresponsible. Give him or her some notice. Reschedule if you need to, but give that person some time. It, I can't tell you how irresponsible this is. And then if you want another reading after you've just canceled same day or Or even if you need a referral, that may not happen with that priest. Or you may never get a referral. Our community is large, but really small. Everybody knows at some point, somebody from some other priest's lineage. And priests talk. It's true. We do. And things come out. So if you tend to not show up to your appointments, yeah, that's bad. Just don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. (laughs) And if you changed your mind, you know what? Everybody's entitled to. You just don't want a reading. You're not sure. Pick up the phone and call that priest. Give that person that respect. Text if you must, but this is important. It's your life, you know, you know, little things. This really shows respect for that priest. So if you need to cancel, just do it on a timely fashion. It's time to be responsible adults. Let's just Just do it, okay? And get that done. Just tell them, I'm not going to be able to show up on this date. And that's it, okay? Oh, and by the way, here's another one. Don't lie to him and tell him, yeah, because my grandma the cookie died. Don't do it. A lot of priests have a lot of intuition and eguns that speak to them, and they may be a little somebody saying, no, that person just doesn't wanna come for the reading or they forgot, and you, you don't want that. Just be honest, just say, you know, today's not a good day, can we reschedule? Okay, if you don't understand something, jot down that question during your reading. There's usually a time to ask a question during your spiritual reading, especially if you're working with a responsible priest. What I'm saying is don't interrupt every couple of questions because this is not, you're going to interrupt the, the fluid of the reading. So if you have a question and something that was asked, jot that question down. Okay. Very important one here. Very, very important one here. There will never, ever, 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 ever be some kind of sexual anything that you will ever be marked to do with a priest. That priest ever, if it's a man or a woman, and they say something like, you know, Ifa says that, you know, we have to, or Risha says that, you know, we have to do this, and it's something sexual, just know that that is not right. Just yes him to death until the reading is over, and get the heck out of there, and don't ever look back. Really, just just get away from there. Okay, a very important reminder. Before the reading is over, you should have this. What is your Ebo? Ebo is your spiritual work that you're going to need to do for that reading. What are the ingredients for that Ebo and how much will that cost? There should never, ever be an instance where you are not told what the Ebo is and you're asked to give up money up front, ever, ever. So very, very important. After the reading closes, speak with him or her to schedule time for your ebo. Why? Because there is an expiration date on ebos. A rule of thumb is 21 days. It could be less. Usually they, we say 21 days because an energy of an odun usually lingers around for that much, but it could be less could be more, but 21 days, it's the rule. And don't wait until the 20th day to do your EBO. I mean, geez, just get it done. Believe me, if you don't get your EBO done, it's null and void. And the next one, the next EBO that you need to do could be way more complicated. So For all of you procrastinators out there, just get it done. And oh my God, I have stories on this. It's just like a simple ebo, started out very simple and got very complicated for me because I procrastinated. So don't do that. Don't do that. Absolutely get your stuff done. It is not ethical to get a reading from one priest, then reach out to another one to honor that ebo, just because let's say, The first priest's ebo is going to cost $20 and if you, you know, because you want to be cheap and this one might be $5. These are hypothetical numbers. I'm just saying this is just for the example. So don't do that. Do the ebo with the priest who marked it. A new priest would have to read your first ebo, would have to read you again to see if the ebo even needs to be done and what may need to change. So that's going to be an additional cost to you don't do it, just get it done with that priest if you need to and just get it done. Don't just try to go shopping around. That is not the way because you're going to wind up spending more that way. When you go to a reading and an annul is marked, understand that it marks your commitment to get it done. Although it's in your court to get it done, it just just know that that is part of when you go to a reading and you get that bow marked, it just marks your commitment. After your reading, you might be very excited and have a thousand questions. I get it, I know, really, really, I do. But please, 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 please be mindful of this priest's time. That priest also has a family, friends, a favorite show, the need to eat, need to go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Just be mindful of that priest's time. Think about it. That priest just dedicated time for your reading. It was blocked just for you. And now you want to stay another two hours asking your questions? That's a bit inconsiderate. I understand the why, but just keep that in mind. Understand that a priest's time is valuable. And that type Of time that you're requesting, it comes in doses, you know, in little bits at a time. And it's good to keep in mind to be respectful of that person's time. Even if you are talking to this priest over the phone, please just kind of keep it as short as you can. Because although the priest is kind to you, and it's just I know life is not fair, but that's the only word that's coming into mind. It's not fair if you're keeping him on the phone for an hour just to talk about your stuff when that priest is not getting compensated for his or her time and is being taken away from his family or her family. And here you are, you know, just totally rapid firing or just talking to him or her about your problems. Just be conscious of the time that you're spending. Another tip here. After the reading day or during that day, sleep well. Your mind will probably be spinning like, woo, woo, woo. You might be thinking about that reading all day, all night, all week. Then you're going to dream about it. You're going to think about it. You're going to have these feelings. This is normal. Don't freak out. Since you have taken good notes or it has been recorded, don't worry. Things that you didn't even piece together will start coming together and It will all start making sense later, I promise. Okay, Michelle, there you go. I hope that you found the response useful in your journey. Thank you for emailing your question and for the time that you took to ask. Normally, we post a thread on our Facebook group called the Orisha Wisdom Community, and folks ask their questions for Ask a Priest. But if you want to email your question instead, that is okay. Just send it to light at orishawisdom.com. Send your question with the subject line, Ask a Priest. I hope that you enjoyed today's Ask a Priest episode. Do you like it? Let me know by leaving a comment and of course sharing it. I would like to ask that if you just have five minutes, it could be even less depending on how quick you type, Leave us a review on iTunes. They're really helpful into keeping the Orisha Wisdom podcast on the map, found. It is also very supportive. I really do enjoy to know what you are all thinking. It really means a lot. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash 2828. I will put all of these links in the show notes as well, so you don't have to write anything right now while you are listening. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will be discussing divine justice and the Orisha traditions. You know, that one's going to be a real doozy. I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to that episode, but I think it could help you in your journey. As you know, The cat is out of the hat. And if you're on my mailing list or on the group, you may have seen me asking for your opinion on Orisha greeting cards. And if you know anything about me, you know that I love polls and surveys and questions. I like that stuff. It's fun to me. It's been a little something that I've been working on, but I really need to know what you think about Orisha Traditions greeting cards. So Let me know. All you need to do is go to orishawisdom.com and forward slash cards. OrishaWisdom.com forward slash cards. Don't worry. This will be on the show notes. You don't need to write anything down. Remember, this episode was brought to you by our newest, newest resource. I'm very excited about this. This took me a while for me to bring up, but it is important. It's something that you're going to need. You're going to need a godparent in our traditions. There's just no getting around it. So there you go. You can go find out the top five things you need to know by going to www.arishawisdom.com forward slash godparent choice and get your top five. Did you like this episode? Did you find it helpful? Share it. Thank you so much for being with me for your time. Just. Thank you for being you. Being part of our community is just amazing. And I thank you for it. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.